Hello, I hope you're well. This is Sarah Lawrence at Mum on a Spiritual Journey. And this month I'm going to be talking about our personal energy and our personal energy bodies, which make up something that a lot of people talk about or speak about as our aura. So what is personal energy? There is an aura. Most of us kind of start with the chakras, but we also have a personal energy field that actually surrounds us and expands out from us. Anything from two feet around us, all the way around us, sometimes up to 30 feet all the way around us, depending on what we're doing with our energy. So we're going to look into that a little bit more today. We're going to figure out why we're all so different when it comes to energy and energy systems, even though our systems are technically all the same. And then we're going to find out what happens in brief when our energy merges with someone else. So our personal energy field is actually electromagnetic, just like the Earth, which is surrounded by an electromagnetic field, just like any planet which is influenced by the sun or solar energies as well. So here we are on Earth, this being that's been created by Earth, and we're electromagnetic. Our life force, or chi, when we're incarnated into a body, generates a field around us comprised of several different energy bodies. And sometimes people can sense different aspects of these energy bodies, like how somebody's feeling, for example, which relates to our emotional energy body. And some of you may know about chakras if you've done any meditation work or yoga or other types of focused energy work. The chakras you can think of as bundles or centers of energy which are focused on a particular area of the body and may relate and have connections to the different energy bodies as well. So what's next with our energy bodies? Well, people in meditative practice soon find out that there's more than just one energy body, even if we kind of understand at this point in time that there are seven different chakras. They can relate to seven different types of energy bodies. So we have these energy bodies expand all around us. They're not just located in one area of the body because the whole thing generates our personal energy field or aura. So we have a physical body, which you can think of as being created from our life force, from our fact that we're actually living in our body and our DNA and our cells are active and our mitochondria in our cells are active. And there's this whole physical body energy which is about the personal presence of an individual it can also be read for things like present life purpose how the chakras run in the body what life force channels are active things like that then we have an astral body now a lot of people are very keen on astral traveling or at least trying to do it i've been reasonably successful but i'm such an in-body person that i prefer to do most of my meditation in the body rather than out of it but the astral, also known as the emotional body, collects, stores and transmits all human emotions and desires. And so when we're born and we're incarnated, that's the first energy body that we begin to grow as humans incarnated here on planet Earth. Then we have the mental body, the mental energy body. What's that about? 
Well, you can think of it as under construction because every time we think, every time we focus, every time we create, every time we have an idea, something might be happening in our mental energy body. We can create from our internal experience or from our collective or group experience of the whole of humanity. And we can also be affected in our mental body by thoughts from the collective or group of humanity, as well as our little family group or our tribe or our social um, behaviors and habits or even our culture. So all of these things kind of build the mental body over time and it is attached to the emotional body. So you can almost say that, you, you know, you are what you think and you think what you are, or even you are what you feel and you, you are what you think and you are what you are. So there's a whole kind of energetic connection going on there. Then we've also, following that, we've got the causal body, which you can think of in one sense as the collective goodwill of your soul. And so this is a kind of a storage facility, but it's also an energy holder of all the things that we create in this life through our actions, our emotions and our thoughts. And this is actually what gets taken with us in energetic form when we pass on or transition. So that's the causal body. Now, you may or may not heard of the buddhic body. Probably the Dalai Lama is pretty familiar with this one, if you hear any of his talks about his meditation techniques. But think of it as a higher vibrational resonance of the astral or emotional body. So there's a connection there. So um, when we go into higher states of feeling or sensation, or maybe we have a bliss experience in meditation, we may well be activating or be experiencing a sense of our buddhic body. Next comes the atmic body, and this is a higher vibration of the mental body. So the buddhic body is a higher vibration of the emotional body, and then the atmic body is a higher vibration of the mental body. And so some people kind of refer to it as the higher self, which is also our intuition. But it's very much about being able to connect with our divine mind, a sense of our soul, a sense of the higher self, intuition, synchronicity, all kinds of those kind of things. And then last but not least, there's the monadic energy body, M-O-N-A-D-I-C, monadic. And this surrounds and supports all the above energy bodies. So it's kind of like a system that holds everything together, a bit like an environment for software, if you like. And so it, the monadic body supports all the other energy bodies from right from the cellular level upwards. So physical, astral, mental, causal, buddhic and atmic are all supported by the monadic body. And then the monadic body kind of connects to the bigger ocean, if you like, of our Akashic records, past lives, and our soul groups and our soul groups of origination. So those are all the different bodies. What's even more interesting to learn is that we all have the same energy systems that run in our bodies because we all know we have the same circulatory systems, the same lymphatic systems, so on and so forth, the same cellular systems. Yet why are we all so different when we generate energy as an incarnated being? Well, this is because at the soul level, when a soul incarnates into a body, it has an individual blueprint, which is made up of eight different divine energy types 
in different proportions for every single soul that's incarnated. So eight different ways that you can express your energy in different energetic or even percentage, you can think of it, type proportions. Then we come, certainly in this part of the galaxy anyway, from 24 different soul groups. Um, so do the math, 8 times 24, already you're talking about a lot of differences. Then into that equation, we're going to add our own personal soul vibration rate, which relates to our experiences through many lives, what karma we've managed to clear, so on and so forth, and what level of awareness we've reached at this point in time, which is just simply a place on our energetic journey. So that can be very different and affect the mix of how we represent our energies in the world. And then last but not least, through human design, you can think about having an electromagnetic imprint for this lifetime, which your soul has chosen so that this relates to how your genes express themselves, what life purpose you have, what tasks, what life themes or lessons your soul wants to experience this lifetime. And the human design chart itself, there can be a trillion or trillions, I suppose, of different combinations. So if you wanted to actually try and sum up even purely on planet Earth, how many different types of energy expressions there are just of human beings or humanity, we'd be going into one of those very long numbers with no endings on it. So all of this affects our energy. Remember also our past lives affect how we're expressing our energy in present life. We've also chosen a particular genetic inheritance as we incarnate into this life. And all of our different life experiences, I always like to say we, we're all sitting on the same bus, but in a different seat. So from our perspective and our life experience, things are different. And of course, as I mentioned before, any karma we might have created. So it's a lot, and that's why we're so different. When we get close to somebody else, we can start to feel their energy if we have any energetic awareness. So aura merges or personal energy field merges can actually start from up to 30 feet away. So you could see somebody walking at a distance down the street and maybe start to have a sense of who they are as an individual. As we get nearer, more like 24 feet, the more we can sense about an individual. Now, when we live in big cities or big crowds, we subconsciously filter all this information out. Our brain kind of does that for us because it would just be overwhelming to try and process all of that about all these individuals in front of us. At 18 feet, the nearer we get to somebody, the more we can sense, notice or feel. And at 12 feet, this is where we can start to become very easily aware of someone's energy, maybe even catch on some of their thoughts or intentions. Now, this could be from body movement or the fact you know the person, but there is also an energetic component as well. And then when your aura merges at six feet distance or less, the real question is, are you influencing them or are they influencing you? What happens when the two of your energies merge? So just to summarize, our personal energy field or aura is an electromagnetic field generated with our life force when we, in, we incarnate. Our personal energy can merge with others from 30 feet apart or less. And in fact, more with remote intention 
because sometimes if you talk on the phone, you get very connected with somebody, even though they're not in the same room and you can start to tune into each other energetically. All of our individual personal, personal energy fields or auras contribute to the collective energy field of humans, the Maya collective consciousness or matrix, if you like. So that means we're all totally unique, yet we're all connected. Okay, that's it for this month. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the broadcast. Feel free to look at my website at momonaspiritualjourney.com. That's M-O-M on a spiritual journey.com. I'm an intuitive empowerment coach. You can find out more about the readings and coaching sessions I give. And if you want to know more about the courses I'm writing, you can message me there at the site too. Lots of light to everyone. And I hope you all experience very positive energy until I talk to you again and beyond.